everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Long Box, guys. With me, as always, is some of my very best friends since I was a very little kid. Josh, how you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, thanks. And I'm drinking a classic from Treehouse, Haze. It's one of their original beers. Nice little peachy IPA. It's delicious. It sounds delicious. And I like your little glass you got. Tommy, what are you doing and uh, what are you drinking there, buddy? I'm drinking some Orchard House scotch by a compass box i wouldn't rank it as one of my favorite compass box but it is a really good compass box but it's not my top ranked not your top drink well that's all right mikey how you doing there buddy and what are you drinking i'm doing fine i am not drinking anything because i do not want to have my blood any thinner so i will not freeze to death here in the podcast dungeon well you got the giant heater right next to you man what are you talking about yeah <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, it heats the upstairs. It does not heat the basement, but that's all right. I got a a 16-pound cat sitting on my lap, so he's keeping me warm. Can we get you an electric blanket or something, Matt? (laughs) You could, but I don't have enough uh, outlets down here to plug one in. (laughs) Mike, just hold up today's paper if you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could Uh, be a copy. That's right. Or it could just be something like a copy, which would be a mimic. And that's right. Today we're talking about mimic. One of the um, shorter-lived X-Men. Unless he got brought. Did he get brought back a bunch of times? I don't know. A bunch? Josh is going like like a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. I remember him getting brought back once, maybe twice. But this is a character that was on my radar for very much. Tommy, you're you're leaving in. You got something to add there? Well, I was going to say, I only read like the original mimic stories back in the original run of the x-men and those early x-men episodes uh like issue 19 and like in that early early x-men run well good you should tell us all about it then yeah 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 first appearance of the mimic was in x-men 19 in april 1966 his name is carl rankin he was created by stan lee and Werner Roth. I don't even know who that is. Werner Roth. Werner Roth. Werner von Braun. You will know who he is by the end of the podcast. He is What's probably, respect the his name? First, probably the first X-Men that is not a mutant because he was not a mutant. He was actually, his powers were created in a lab. You know, it was a simpler time in America when, when work from home was the norm for scientists. And his dad was a scientist working at home and he left his lab unattended. And his kid, of course, went in there and was futzing around and spilled some chemicals and uh, suddenly became the mimic. As a side note, my dad was a chiropractor and had an x-ray machine in our house when I was a kid. And I used to use his x-ray machine occasionally without his permission. He definitely was unhappy about that. But in in lieu of that, I do have an x-ray of myself with a pair of dare antlers making myself look like I have deer lives in an x-ray. So it was worth it. How did you not get the powers of a deer? How are you not deer devil? I don't right know. Now? <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. I tried. You should either be deer devil or sweet tooth. One of the other. Either way. Either way. So anyway, so, you know, the mimic uh, got his powers to be able to mimic other people from these chemicals that were in his dad's lab that his dad was working on. And he could mimic not only mutants, but other humans. 
So whenever he was playing against good athletes, he would play at their level. And he just, you know, became a conceited bastard. And he was not a good guy. He was a, an asshole, pretty much. And that's how he made, met the X-Men. Uh, he wanted to date this girl that was on a date with the Beast. The Beast was double dating with Iceman and somebody else. And, and uh, you know, he went up to this girl that it was like, hey, you didn't have time to date me, but you're dating this guy. And then he started bouncing around like the Beast and started creating snowballs like like Iceman. And he's like, oh, these must be the X-Men that I'm that I'm fighting with all of a sudden. And of course, the X-Men couldn't, you know, Beast and and Iceman couldn't do squat about it because they were in their civvies and they're like, I don't want to get rid of my other persona. Uh, and that was their calling, first encounter. Did they start calling Mimic a muty freak? No, but other people <laughs> did. And so construction workers threw sledgehammers at him and scared him off. Oh. And that was their first encounter. But but, you know, then later the Mimic ran into Marvel Girl and followed her back to the mansion. And that's how he met the X-Men. And later on, he then, uh, you know, attacked the X-Men. And when that didn't work, he later joined the X-Men for a couple of issues. And he was always a jerk, which is a shame because I kind of liked his outfit. I thought the the corny visor was kind of cool uh, for 60s characters. Um, but he was kind of a jerk. I mean, he needed the visor because he was cloning Cyclops's power. He didn't really have yeah. powers yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. So the weird thing was, like, he kept all the... Uh, eventually, he kept all the X-Men's powers no matter where he was. But just yeah. those. Like, was he just riding them long enough? I, I think that was uh, the bit, yeah, that he was he absorbed enough of it. Yeah, yeah the longer he's with yep. someone, the more of their power he absorbs. But he also steals their life. Like, he's draining their life essence when he's doing it. So he's kind of like Rogue, but... He, From a distance. Distance, and he's not, he's not even intentionally doing it. He's like, slow Rogue. Slow roguing. Slow roguing. Yeah. I don't know. I think if he knew it, he would intentionally do it because he's kind of a jerk. Uh, that's fair. I mean, fair. That's fair. Uh, oh yeah, my no god! What if he's kind of a jerk because we're all kind of jerks? Yeah, maybe he was yeah. just maybe he was just he kind of been. a jerk because he was absorbing uh, all the jerkiness. Oh, <laughs> he's kind of a jerk because he was absorbing Cyclops. <laughs> Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you say something so controversial? right to kill Professor X. How dare you say something so controversial yet so right? Yeah. That'll make sense now. <laughs> Which is uh, weird because he gets other people's stuff, but he never really takes advantage of, like, Beast's genius IQ. He never does anything with Professor X. I don't know if Chuck cuts him off somehow, but he gets he a little bit of the telekinesis telepathy from uh, um, from Miss Marvel at the time, but never really gets good at it. And then when Chuck, he, he never the gets Chuck's powers. Yeah. When he fights the X-Men, he uses Chuck's powers a couple of times to kind of fake him out and be like, oh, X-Men, do this. Just to kind of like get them to manipulate them to do something. But he doesn't keep them. He keeps Beast and 
He keeps the yeah. wings and he keeps the glasses, keeps everybody else. But Chuck's got to be something's got to yeah. be going on there. And I don't remember if it's spelled out or if I just don't remember because I haven't read any of this stuff in a long time. It, it could also be that those mental powers are so hard to control. He doesn't want to keep them. Because there's a lot of training that goes into, you know, being yeah. psychic. I don't know. If you were like, hey, you can, you know, take these other powers or you can have Chuck's powers. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, but I'm Chuck did Chuck. spend a lot of time training himself to to kind of not listen in on the world. Yeah, so he wasn't an asshole, but this guy already was an asshole. No, but but also because it was driving him crazy. Yeah. A little Hearing bit. everything. Yeah. He get used to it. No, nah, that might have been what drove him to become such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. he was an asshole when he first met the beast. Yeah, I got nothing then. Yeah. Well, uh, but he was all we also know he was he was using his powers to absorb the athletic abilities and yep. uh, of star high school athletes yep. who are assholes. I think that's, I think he absorbed all the things from these guys. <laughs> like if you're in a locker from a basketball football player yeah. and yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. polo team and shit. <laughs> he went to high school. <laughs> so he absorbed the, the powers of the people around him and became an asshole. That's not hard to believe. We all went to high school. I remember what it was like. And I was basically surrounded by assholes. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, So so in addition to being a member of the X-Men, the first uh, addition to the X-Men from the originals and a non-mutant, he was a teacher at the Jean Grey School for Gifted Children. He was a member of the Dark X-Men, which was Norman Osborn's villainous team, a member of the Brotherhood of Mutants. So, yeah, he... uh, How'd he get in there? Thunderbolts, where else? Which is really weird, because he's not a mutant, right? He's not a mutant. Yeah, Yeah, but he's... People think he is, so he's an (laughs) asshole, so he's going to let them think he is. Maybe uh, it was like stepbrother of evil mutants, then I could see it. All right, let's play a little game uh, called the Mimic Game. Mimic was the first non-mutant member of the X-Men. I'm going to see if you guys can name some of the other non-mutant members of the X-Men. Uh, Laura McTaggart. Damn it, Josh. <laughs> oh, no, she is definitely... Redconned as a... Redconned. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, people who were never retconned. As I mean, uh, Warlock. He was a new mutant, Warlock. but Warlock. Yep. Yep. Warlock was not immune. Um. Oh, um, Goop. Then Dragon. Lockheed. Lockheed. Yes, Lockheed. you're correct. Lockheed is not a yeah. Goop. I don't even know who the fuck Goop is. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking the about. The blobby thing. Oh no, you're yeah, I know what you're talking about. In the the new newish X Men, right? The kids. Yeah, yeah they're all mutants. They're all well, mutants. I thought Goop was like an alien. No. Well, maybe he is. I don't, know. I don't think so. The one who's like the blob with the skeleton inside? Yeah. Yeah, no. Mutant. Ooh, yeah. that must have been a rough puberty. Yeah. 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 That sucked. <laughs> Poor kid. Um uh, I'll give you guys a hint. A member of Alpha Flight, who was also a member of uh the X Men. Namorita? Nope. Deadpool? 
No, Deadpool's definitely a mutant. Yeah. It was uh, Puck. Oh, that's oh. right. Puck is cursed with the dagger of obsidian. I didn't realize he was a member of X-Men at some point. Uh, Cloak and Dagger were yeah. members of the... Drug experiments, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Quicks- uh, is, is Magic a mutant? Magic is a mutant. Yep. She gets powers from other stuff. Yep. But she is a mutant. Okay. Uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were retconned to be creations of high evolutionary, not mutants. Yeah, Yeah, but he just mutates people. Whatever. Danger, the artificial intelligence uh, that we talked about last week in the... Oh, the danger room. He never had the right to vote. Fuck him, he's not a person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's true to say you can't copyright stuff either. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Danger. <laughs> one zero one vote, man. Uh, Phantom that's X. That's a very clever joke. One zero one vote. Come on. Uh, Phantom X uh, is uh, a was experimented on by the Weapon X program, but he is not a mutant. Okay. Uh, and oh, what uh, her name? she's a clone more than a mutant. She's a mutant clone. She's a clone of a mutant. Yeah, she's a clone of a mutant. I guess that counts. counts. Yeah. The only other 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 one I could think of is Juggernaut. There might be some more, but Juggernaut's a mutant. I mean, not the good, not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> not like they got superpower away, but he's a mutant. The way he used to pick on his little brother. He's a dick. Sorry, that was a tangent. <laughs> and we're going to get to that later. Uh, any last uh, thoughts on Mimic? It's odd. I, I, I think he's an odd character in the, in the entire storied line where he is sort of just like very infrequently brought back in but when he's brought back in, he's absolutely the focus of the story. And then he disappears again for a really long time. He's like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't get what writers are doing with him. Or they're just like, oh, and Mimic. And now it's this giant like story. And he's like, I'm going to destroy everyone. I'm going to fight all the Avengers. I have all the mutants' powers. And then he disappears again. And you don't see him for like six years. And then someone pulls him like a fucking rabbit out of their hat again. And they're like, it's Mimic. Honestly, I'm surprised that he hasn't had an opioid addiction story, and that's why he keeps coming in and out of the X-Men's lives. Like, hey, man, I just need a little bit to get me back on my feet. He's a little bit like Chuck from Happy Days, uh, Richie's older brother that he sent off to Vietnam. (laughs) When he comes back, it's all about him. This is all about him. we're, We're changing the focus of the stories for a little bit. No, but unlike Chuck, he actually comes back. Right. We all know Chuck died in Vietnam. <laughs> we all know. Can, can I can I just have a couple dollars? I just I need need a little bit. So I yeah, feel like I, that's I, what mimic is. He has a really uh, odd arc throughout the the writing history, uh, and it's infrequent and very spiky. And I don't think there's yeah. a a lot of other characters like that, which is odd because you'd think he would be more like other characters. Yeah. I feel like he could have been a great character. 
Could have been a very versatile character. Could have done a lot with him. If they hadn't made him a jerk. They hadn't made him a jerk. Hawkeye was a jerk, too, for a long-ass time. It was? True. Hawkeye. 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 They had the same personality for a long, long time, so... Why why did you use past tense? (laughs) I I think of Hawkeye... I have Hawkeye and the MCU Hawkeye kind of mixed up a little too much now. I like the MCU Hawkeye better. Well, we're going to have to... uh, yeah, we're this is the year of the mutant. Uh, although we just talked about a non-mutant, we're going over a, a, the first, I think, fifty editions to the X-Men in, over the next forty-eight weeks or so. I don't know. I don't know how Damn. long it's going to be. So something like that. Next yeah. week, for those of you keeping track at home, we will be discussing somebody very close to the mimic, the Changeling. Oh, all uh, right. So get that to look forward to, you guys. I was really hoping for Thunderbird. What's the word? Thunderbird. What's the price? Thunderbird. What's the cheap one? Thunderbird. (laughs) What's the car? Thunderbird. (laughs) Mikey, what do you have in the front of the long box for us, my brother? At the front of the long box, I have the DC Universe as announced by James Gunn. Oh, wow. Let's, I mean, that's the rest of the podcast. Uh, we're just going to go over real quick. I uh, just want your reactions. Have you, did you guys see the video that James Gunn posted? Yeah. No. Well, Josh obviously saw it because he posted it on our Twitter. <laughs> At the long box, guys, if you follow us over there, you can see that tweet out. When did but, it go up? Today. This morning? All right, I missed it. So in addition to the four movies that are already planned and uh, in production or in the can, as some may be, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods coming out. Yep. The Flash movie, which is going to reset the entire DC universe. Yeah, they're do- I, they must be doing Flashpoint, and they're, at, yep. they're re- using that as the excuse to reset the entire DC universe. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Blue Beetle movie. Which looks fucking amazing. The practical effects for his suit that I've leaked to uh, online photos look fantastic. Looking forward to it. And Aquaman 2. Love me some Momoa. I assume he's going to fuck a fish in that movie like he did in the last one, and I'm all about it. Oh, if Topo's not in it, we riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the city burns. I didn't like the first one. I don't expect it, to like the second one. But whoa, whatever. whoa, whoa. You wait, didn't like the wait, first wait. one. It had Topo in it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got a look. I didn't like it. The yeah. octopus playing the drums, you didn't like? <laughs> uh, maybe I can rewatch it just for that scene. We can turn it into a GIF, and I'll use that GIF as recompense for me not liking the rest of that movie because it wasn't good. All right, well. So, really, it should be called Aquaman 2 Topo Max. Yeah. Or Topo Boogaloo. Topo Boogaloo. Yeah. Thank you. I so fucking beat you to that. <laughs> so then they've planned out the next eight to ten years. Yeah, they're on it. And the first wave is going to be called Gods and Monsters. And the very first part of that series is going to be an animated TV show. Tom, get ready to masturbate because I'm about to give you an erection. 
the creature commandos. Yeah. Oh. Dude, and if you see the artwork, it looks so nice. Uh, and he has said that the anim- that characters are going to go from animated to live action and back also. And Gunn already wrote the entire series. It's 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 print done. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Next up is going to be a live action. T- uh, I don't know if it's going to be a movie, uh, but it's set by the same team that did Peacemaker, starring it's Waller. Yeah, Waller starring Viola Davis. It's another ten to twelve episode series on HBO Max. Nice, nice. Then. Superman Legacy, and he used All Star Superman as the the to the indicate basis, that yeah. might be what the story is about. James Gunn has written it and he is directing it, and that'll be coming out in 2025. But followed who will be Superman. Don't know. Could be any of us. Be any of us. Any one of yeah. us. Yeah. So if you're listening, James Gunn, and we know you're not, we're all available. Uh, next up is an HBO series called The Lanterns, which is a buddy cop show with Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan as the, uh, and then, uh, he described it as, as a true detective story, but with Green Lanterns. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, then they're going to do, I don't know if it's going to be a movie or not. I think it's going to be a movie. The Authority from Wildstorm Comics. Yes. Okay. I think the Authority what, launches as a movie. Are going to do The Authority? Movie. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Midnighter and Apollo Shit. and all those guys are all going to be uh, part of the DCU. Yep. And he said, actually, that's what Gunn was looking for and hoping for when he came to do DC. So, you know, he's really throwing it all in on the authority. And be interesting. Next after that is going to be a TV show along the same vein of game of Thrones called paradise lost about the Amazons. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Like a, a deep political big, intrigue, big screen intrigue in the Themyscira. And I wonder at what point in the timeline they're going to set it. That's the only, like, is it going to be like a real, like, back ages origin, like pre-Wonder Woman? Or is it going to be how Themyscira is trying to stay out of the world in the world with the DC universe surrounding it? And I kind of hope it's the latter. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it's going to be the Brave and the Bold. Oh, yeah. But this is going to... This is going to be involving Grant Morris's run on Batman with the introduction of Damian Wayne as Robin. Oh, right. Damian Wayne. My bad. Yeah. Uh, then LT. Yep. Get ready for your erection because it's a TV show starring Booster awesome. Gold. Okay. All right. I'll take it. So yeah. we're going to get both blue and gold in the next uh batch of dc universe and then because he his favorite comic last year was supergirl woman of tomorrow by tom king 
he's making that a fucking show, which uh, he said, Superman is all about hope. This is not. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you haven't read the Tom King series, you really want to get that. And then finally, rounding out a horror story, which uh, is going to be the Swamp Thing. And he said it's going to be a true horror movie. That was yeah. his, his his quote on that. So, yeah, let's do it. And you know what? DC has done animation so well for so long. I really have this this really deep hope like a real a real expectant hope to see great things for dc coming out at, i mean whatever they had in the can so far maybe not so much i, I think will be the run of the mill of the standard uh and i think if gun gets in there and and puts a stamp on things and they get this going i got a uh, good feelings about it i i he he was really concerned about how badly DC was giving away intellectual property to people who were just running it roughshod, right? Not doing great things. They were just taking whatever budget they had and and throwing it at the wall and saving it stuck. And really, I think they're going to get a unified front out of this. And I hope yeah. it's great. I hope it's great. This is this is just the unified stuff. There yeah. are also going to be other DC projects coming out which will be labeled as DC Elseworld. Yeah, that's anything they license to anybody else or is not in the continuity of the new DCU. So Matt Reeves' Batman, for example, would be listed as an Elseworld. So, yeah, exciting stuff. At it the is, yeah. Front of the long box. Thanks, James Gunn. We believe in you. Yeah, I think um, – I think we should probably have I, I mean, I, I, I said we'd be talking about this on Twitter and maybe do a whole episode. But I'm Mike, you, you sort of threw it all out there right now. But I think maybe um, maybe we do uh, an associated reading list for our listeners um, for things they can uh, prepare for for the new DCU. That's a good idea. We'll Let's put that, that together. All right. And we'll put that on our website. At the long or the longboxguys.com. Guys, yeah. And if you want to make some recommendations, you can write us at luckybastard at the longboxguys.com because LT is diligent about checking that email. It's true. Yeah. 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 Or you could tweet us at the longboxguys, or if you want an extra podcast, you can go over to patreon.com slash the longboxguys for a mere $1 a month. You get a bonus podcast whenever we decide to do podcasts, and that all that money goes to help the Elizabeth Peabody House to the food bank. It does. And that's a, a great cause and a great place to be. LT, what do you got at the back of the long box? I have The Crow Pestilence by Frank Bill, Drew Moss, and James O'Barr. It is a, another story in the Crow storyline. Uh, it is about a Mexican boxer who is paid by a drug cartel to throw a fight, and he decides not to. And instead, he has planned to skip out at the end of the fight with his, uh, his wife and his, his son, and he is just a little too late. And Crow fiction devil. Dare crow fiction 
What do we? <laughs> and things go bad for him and his family, and of course he uh, he does not make it, and he comes back to get some redemption on the drug cartel. It is a, a very good story in the if you like the crow stories, uh, and of course it has a slightly different twist at the end, um, just like all of the crow spinoffs. So, does the main character die before the end of the story? No. Okay. Pulp Dare Crow Devil Fiction. Pulp Dare Fiction Crow. <laughs> Tom, I see you found a gif of Topo playing the drums. I did. I hope Josh appreciated seeing that. <laughs> I don't. Too bad. Do. It's I, great. I'm Josh, do you have something already set up for a tangent? Because I have a small one also. No, no, yeah, no, no, take it. Yeah, Would my tangents mind? are my tangents are off the the frontal cortex of my greasy gray lobe. So uh, if you want to take that over, you just take it. Just for this one time, because that's something that has been bothering me. A new movie is coming out that I'm really, really excited for. It called Renfield. Did anybody see the coming attractions? I did. No. Nope. No. Nope. Christopher uh, Nicholas Cage as Dracula. Uh, the guy who yep. was in the menu and a couple other things as uh, was, Redfield. He was, he's the young beast in X Men. That's oh, right, yeah. the young beast in X Men. Oh, okay. uh, pretty good actor. Uh, I like him. I've seen him in a couple things. He's he's pretty good. And when it came out, I got super excited because Renfro is one of my favorite characters of all time. And my wife took a look at the coming attraction. She goes, "Well, that obviously says Renfield." And I'm like, "No, no, in the original, in the in the, in the original book, it's Renfro." And then I went back and looked, and it, it is absolutely 100% not Renfro. Uh, this is just a weird trick my mind has played on me my entire life. I always thought the name of that character was Renfro. Does anyone know where the fuck I got that from, or does anyone else have something stuck in their head that they absolutely believe to be truth, but it's just wrong? Oh, Did yeah. you get it from Blackula? Oh, that is, I think Mike nailed it. Is that Second guess was maybe from the Jetsons with Astro saying it. Renfro? <laughs> uh, for me, uh, Peacemaker actually destroyed this one for me, and I actually had to go back and look. The Berenstein Bears, which are yeah. actually the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. But never huh. in my life had I ever said the word Berenstain out loud when reading those books before. It had never happened. They're the that has just pair. been destroyed for me right now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's T A I N. It's Berenstain, not Berenstein. Huh. Yeah, huh. yeah. And they fucking argue about it in Peacemaker, and I'm like, is that real? Didn't even notice. Are they fucking with us. <laughs> is that from and one of are, the bus arguments? Dear friends, they are not. <laughs> it's it's Constantine. Not Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. yeah. And I only know that because the creator of Constantine says it's Constantine. Constantine. And he gets to say what it is. Yep. He sure does. <laughs> I'm looking up. I don't see a Renfro listed, but I still think it's there somewhere. 
<laughs> but yeah, for uh uh yeah, for my entire adult my entire life up until Peacemaker came out, uh it was the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears until yeah. I think everybody's life until oh, yeah. fucking John Cena was like, oh, by the way. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it weird. just stuck in my head like that. Anybody else? I had another one that had to be alleviated when I was in the military. My mom had always told me that our family couldn't wear watches uh, because we had too much iron in our blood and it messed up watches. And I never suspected for a moment that it was that she was too cheap to buy me a watch. No, no. And when I told a drill sergeant that was the reason I wasn't wearing a watch, I got my shit smoked harsh. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And not in a good way, in the military way. In the military <laughs> way. I think I'm still I just didn't want anybody out there thinking the drill sergeant dropped down on you. <laughs> what? You think your watch does what? Give me that cock. Uh, how much time do we have? You don't know. Your blood's got too much iron. Tough one. Believe that my entire time was. Mikey, did you have one like that? That was something that was just stuck up in there. Yeah, Constantine. Constantine. My wife still doesn't believe in castling in chess. <laughs> what? She does. She thinks I made it up, and that you're in on it. <laughs> I'm in on it too, Tom. <laughs> the conspiracy grows by leaps and bounds. Yeah, I castled on her once. She's like, "What the cock is that? That is not real." I'm like, yeah, yeah it's I castling. Guess, You're yeah. like, nope, 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 it's not. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Josh, for letting me take that. Or if you have another one, that was a yeah, show. Yeah. No. No. Now I'm thinking. I chess and stan targonsky when i was in high school with stan oh yeah was stan at munson high when you were there tom he was yeah. kind of a new addition he was okay okay I, mean, I think i was just getting ready to get out of there one of my one of our math teachers lt was there uh yeah. in high school was a grandmaster at chess um was and- he let me check his rating he was yeah, I know. He, he okay. I, I saw him at chess tournaments. Oh, okay. I knew Stan before. Yeah. Well, I didn't before, know he was a before he taught at Munson. Uh, I don't it's know a, if he was a teacher at Munson or not. I just know I knew him from chess. Yeah, he was a math. He was a math teacher at Munson, and he uh, occasionally mentioned, just happened to mention the fact that he was a grandmaster in chess. And I was like, uh, Stan. One day, I was like, Stan, can I ask you a question? And he's like, Sure. I'm like, Is there a lot of money in like competitive chess like your grandmaster he's like why and i'm like because you know i was hoping you could make a living at it because you're a terrible math teacher (laughs) 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 so there's the tangent what's the worst diss you ever heard in your life because that's pretty good wait uh okay i want to we'll we'll do this but i gotta go back to something that i just found out oh god no do yours first Danny Glover, when he filmed the first Lethal Weapon, where he kept on complaining he was too old for this shit. Anybody want to guess how old he was? 34. 41. 41. Yeah. Wow, am I too Uh old for this shit? (laughs) Yeah, Danny. (laughs) The worst insults you ever got or heard. Anybody? I got a, I got two really good ones. 
I was. I, I don't diss what I hate, Tom. I just promote what I love. I'm just saying good insults that I've heard or been hurled at me. This one was hurled at me. I was walking down the street in New Orleans on Bourbon Street wearing a Shazam shirt. A transvestite hooker was blowing a guy in an alley. She looked over at me, spit the cock out of her mouth, and said, wow, Billy Batson, you have really let yourself go. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Out of nowhere, apropos of nothing. I wasn't, like, staring. I just kind of glanced over and kept walking. Billy ba- I'm, I'll never forget that. Billy Batson, you have really let yourself go. Like, congratulations on your deep knowledge of comic books and superheroes. And uh, that hurt. God damn, that hurt. It's like 30, 30 years later, it still kind of hurts. Has no one else ever been insulted that badly? Uh, nothing I can bring to mind. Really? Ow. I mean, I've been insulted plenty, but generally... Yeah, yeah nothing that's... Outstanding, where I was like, oh, touche, bravo. I mean, I I once had an African-American woman tell me that I was hoarding turkeys at a food bank once. (laughs) That that wasn't an insult. That was a direct accusation. I was just that. I'll give you one more that I heard that I really liked. I was, because this one's damn near Shakespearean. I was at a movie theater in Memphis, Tennessee, and these two African-American young women were getting into a fight. One reached over, ripped a piece of her hair out, and said, your neck is worth less than your weave, and threw it on the ground. And I'm like, holy shit. Wow. That's that's like middle America Shakespearean. I, that's what I said. I'm like, holy. I'm like, I stopped and applauded. What the hell? Wow, that's nice. Your neck, dear woman, is with less than your weave. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who gets insulted a lot. Uh, I mean, I get insulted plenty. I just can't. Uh, yeah, at the moment, it's hard to bring up something good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right. I'll have to think about that one. Now, your brother wasn't very creative. He just played fag and move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, there's, you know, there's nothing creative about being hit with a baseball bat, but it's pretty effective. Memorable. <laughs> Memorable. Or, or is it? <laughs> Not if you get hit hard enough is the point. I got that. Yeah. yeah. I guess that brings us to plugs, guys. We got Pensick coming out. It's like a train. Oh, yeah. By the time you folks hear this episode... Yeah, we're just a couple of weeks away from heading to Pensacola, Florida, talking about all the things we talk about every year. Ask her in the same goddamn trivia questions. Why can't you people win? Go into another sing-along where I said, hey, Tammy, do you want to help us with karaoke? And she's like, isn't it just a sing-along? And I'm like, is that a yes or a no? And then she never responded back to me. And if you're listening, figure the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll touch base with her again on that I'll one. I'll text her again. <laughs> we, we do have one whole new set of slides that was sent to us by a longtime listener. It is a Doctor Who one. And yeah. I'm trying, I looked at the slides real quick, uh, trying not to like glean any information so they're new to me too. And they made a very nice slideshow geek, uh, last geek standing presentation for us of 10 Brand new slides of uh, 10 Doctor Who characters. Great. Replace mine. No one likes mine anyway. 
Yours are fun, though. Yours are very fun. They're only fun for me. I have a good time watching people with their hands out. Trying to do the math. Trying to do the math. (laughs) Yeah, it was all fun and games until you had that row of mathematicians, though, (laughs) who were all Yeah, and I did have one slide wrong that year, so whatever. Look at me. I'm not drunk when I make slides. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, Math. You're the one who chose math. I got pictures of me up there. That way, if I don't remember the answer, I'll just make something up because I got a picture. Yeah. We Who's got you piling Hitler with what's-her-name all yeah. up and down the fucking show. Yep. I love yep. that fucking slide. So great. And honestly, <laughs> if you weren't in that photo and she was doing that, I would meme the shit out of her on that. Oh, we could take me out of that. <laughs> That's just a quick cut. <laughs> well, I think a little, uh, a little, uh, little Photoshop in action, and she looks like she's doing the deal. Let's, yeah, let's not blackmail her. Let's not blackmail Felicia. We like her. She's got a new baby. Do we like her? Yeah. I don't know. She cinched yes, away from do. me on the seat at San Diego Comic Con. I'm never gonna forgive her for that. She's always very nice to me. I'm just not that creepy. Yeah. Or am I? Or am you? No, wait, or am I? You're pretty creepy. I've seen some long hugs. You're uh, a long hugger. Yeah. You warn people. I do. You've never long hugged someone without the warning. Give everyone respect. a chance to say no. I respect that. Uh, some great wrestlers are showing up. Um, as long as we're on the subject, I do want to say that uh, we lost another like, great wrestler this year. Uh, one of the Briscoe boys, uh, Jay Briscoe. Rest in peace. Car accident. Just a terrific wrestler. Pretty much the heart and soul when it came to the tag team division of uh, Ring of Honor. Had a really unique style. Uh, survived by his brother, Matt. And uh, he'll be missed. He was a good wrestler and a funny, funny, funny guy in the ring. And, yeah, he'll be missed. Too young. Too young. 28. And uh, one, of the, one of the few incidents of a wrestler passing away at a young age where there was no indication of anything untoward. He wasn't much of a drinker. He just wasn't. And uh, the car was just doing it. It looked like he might have fallen asleep driving between gigs. No. No? That's not true at all. He was driving his daughter to cheerleading practice. And a drunk driver crossed the lane and killed him. And his daughter is in intensive care. It was in the Ah, middle of the day. Fuck. I missed that. When, when, when did that information? They they were withholding some of that stuff for a while, but it was in the middle of the day? Yeah. He was uh, driving his daughter to cheerleading practice. He also coached uh, at the local high school, super involved with all his kids. He's a super nice kids. guy, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you probably didn't watch him wrestle much because you weren't a big Ring of Honor uh, fan, but I do uh, encourage you to watch some of his matches, especially against FTR. They, they tore the place down. That's tough. Yeah. 28, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, I'd like to plug geekorthodox.com. Geekorthodox.com. Tammy, you're helping with karaoke. I don't care what the fuck you say. I owe a dollar. Geekorthodox.com. For bear, fine, stained glass prints, karaoke, and hockey sets. Geekorthodox.com. But LT, what if I want a t shirt? If you want t-shirts, you got to go to ianlino.com. He has all your t-shirts, baseball shirts, baseball caps, and karaoke needs. Josh, you're wearing I, a uh, Ian Lino original shirt right now. I absolutely am right now. If you can see us on YouTube, 
boom, and I've got the, the only baseball t-shirt. Well, the boot squad. Yeah. Good yeah. Princess Bride t-shirt. Uh, they it, If you don't want to go online, because maybe you're afraid of going online, which seems strange because you're either watching this on YouTube or listening to us on a podcast, but you could go to Pensacon and meet them there. Pentagon. Pentagon. February 24th to the 26th. We are going to, on Friday night or Friday afternoon, eh, Friday evening, 4.30 to 5.30. We're doing sexual assault in comic books and graphic novels uh, on Friday night from 8 to 10. We're doing Last Nerd Standing. On Saturday the 25th at 1.30, we're doing Civil Rights and Social Justice in Comic Books. And on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, we're doing the fourth annual Nerd Karaoke and Sing Along. And on Sunday, to finish out the con, we're doing Stupid Supervillains and Why We Love Them. And we we will be doing uh, horrible stereotypes, probably, in Washington, D.C. at Awesome Con. Did you apply for that? I am going to be applying this week. Oh, right. Sweet. Unless you guys want to do a different uh, panel. Well, it's okay. always good to good put in re- It's always good to put in the two, so do uh, stupid, too. Those are two good ones. Horrible and stupid. And, Mike, where can we hear Kirby Crackle? Well, you can go over... You can go over to KirbyCrackleMusic.com if you're interested in listening to our the geek rock music we sometimes play. I don't know if it's in the intro or outro anymore. I'm not the producer anymore because I live in a cold, cold-ass basement. You always are the producer, Mike. Don't don't tell yourself short. Nope, I'm not you taking any credit for your producing, LD. <laughs> no, I just said it. Tom produces now. Tom doesn't produce. All right. I had a vasectomy. <laughs> hey, Juno Jean LaBelle was in Blackula. Did he play Renfro? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> uh, so, LT, yeah. got any words of wisdom for us? Hey, if you haven't gotten your shot, you should go get your shot. Come do shots with us down at Pentacon. We'll be doing all the shots. Yeah, do shots with the long box guys. Shots, 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 I'm sorry that I've been sober for this podcast, because usually this is like drunk history, but for comics. And Tom, what do you always say? Don't forget what I always say. Don't diss who you hate. Just promote what you love. You live longer. Thanks a lot from the Lockbox, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye.